Hello, everyone, and welcome to Heading North. I'm your host, Nick. And this week, we're going to dive into the coupling that is now technology and life on the trail. But before we get into that heavily, I really want to take a second and talk about a little bit of housekeeping, things going on within Heading North, just so you guys know what's going on within the website and in the adventures that are happening and all of the above. So again, as you all know, uh, HeadingNorthPodcast.com has been completely updated and rearranged. Hopefully everyone enjoys that as much as I do, especially aesthetically. And also in the past month or so, I've made the choice to uh, start donating to causes that are really helping the environment. As of right now, we have Camp H&P, which is a t-shirt line that will periodically change in who it donates to, but 100% of the proceeds from that t-shirt line go to these groups that are helping, like I said, the environment. Right now, it is Rewild. If you aren't familiar with Rewild, they're doing everything in their power to re-biodiversify the world, and what this means is, is bring natural resources back to areas where it has been killed off or just really chosen down and the cool thing about them is is 100% of the donations that they receive goes directly to the places that need them instead of taking any, any level of profit uh, in any way it all goes directly there so 100% of the proceeds if you buy one of the camp HMP shirts goes directly to rewild if you want to find out more about rewild you can go to rewild.com and if you want to pick up one of the camp HNP shirts then head over to headingnorthpodcast.com forward slash support to be able to see that and read more about rewild there. Other than that, over the next month or so of recordings, you're going to notice a lot of audio differences simply because I'm going to be doing a lot of travel for work and I will be recording from some interesting hotels throughout Wisconsin and Minnesota. So I just want to warn everyone for that. Thank you so much for supporting me and enjoying the last episode that was recorded down in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. And um, so really just thank you guys. Uh, And one thing that I'm really hoping to do going forward is to really bring in the listenership. We have people from all over the world and I'd really love to hear from all of you and a great way for you to let me hear from you and to possibly have whatever you write or say show up on Heading North Podcast, then you can email info at headingnorthpodcast.com. I really want to hear hiking stories, favorite spots, anything really in between. Please send them over if, if it's something that's really neat or that you would like me to share. I'm going to be sharing them in the beginning in the housekeeping sections of the episodes going forward. Also in the upcoming months, I plan to set up a few listener get-together hikes up in the North Shore. I will have more information on that as we get closer to the the warm season so that we can all get together and meet each other and uh, have a fun little community on the trail. And I want to say about the past five to ten years, technology has really taken a turn to be quite useful when you're out on the trail. Even when I was younger, I had always thought I could get out and get away from technology and all the things that you deal with on a day-to-day basis. But I also am now realizing that I use a lot of technology when I'm out on the trail, especially as a content creator. I have a camera, I have my smartphone and other devices, lighting sources, stuff like that. That way I can get my photos and videos and make them for my viewers. So I really wanted to look at options to kind of enjoy the trail more that are lightweight, things that if you are doing an overnight backpacking trip, you can bring without putting a lot of extra pounds on your back. The first item that I want to talk about is a simple power bank. Most of you know what a power bank is. If you don't, it is a charging or a chargeable battery that 
can then charge a smart device or anything that plugs in with a USB port. There are a lot of really lightweight options that can charge your phone multiple times. And most can be found on places like Amazon or REI. REI has a couple, but I've found the best luck on Amazon as far as pricing and what the item is. My favorite so far is the Anchor Astro uh, series. And, well, I guess they're just the Anchor Portable Charger series that they have. And... It's simply because they have a great amount of charge to them between uh, the one I have is a 10,000 amp, not 10,000 amp, it's a PowerCore 10,000 uh, Redux. So it actually charges my iPhone super fast and it is the size of an XL candy bar, except maybe not with that extra length on the end. There's a couple different models that are really nice. The first one is the Anchor Portable Charger. Uh, that is a... USB-C power delivery system. It's best to use your own wires when you use these just to make sure you get the right connection for the right charge. And then the other one, and these are both on Amazon, like I was saying, uh, is the Anchor Astro E1. And this one is a very small candy bar size. It's ultra compact and it'll charge an iPhone two times. As far as Androids and other smart devices, it only promises a 1.5 time charge. So keep that in mind if you're looking at this. But I've been thinking about upgrading to the Anchor Astro simply because it is smaller. And as of late, I haven't been doing a lot of things that would require charge for more than one night. Jackery also makes a great option that is on Amazon. And that is the portable charger Jackery Bolt 6000. It's got built-in lightning cable as well as I believe it's a USB Type-C cable right just built into the device that clip right into the sides. And it has the fast charging for your iPhone. It pledges to charge your phone 1.4 times within 2.5 hours. So that's also a great amount of charge for how small this item is. I'm trying to read on here. I don't see much as far as the weight. I just know based off of seeing the size of some of these smaller ones that it's it's not going to be a heavy item. Obviously, if you're ultralight backpacking, you're not going to bring something like this along. But if you're doing an overnight, there's no point in not being able to have some music or be able to post something or any really thing that you want to do on your phone when you're sitting in your tent. The next piece of tech I want to talk to is something that's been around for a lot longer than things like power banks. And that's the GPS mapping system. These items are, if you're not familiar, a small handheld, looks similar to a cell phone device that can map out around you using satellite signal instead of cell phone signal. So if you are someone who travels out and the trails with a cell phone and you and that's all you have as far as navigation, I would recommend something like this. You always want to double up. You'll hear me talk about this in multiple episodes. You want to have multiple options to make sure that you can get out of the area you are safe or you are in safely. I prefer a map and a GPS system and then my phone for shorter hikes, but I always like to have something separate with me. So even if I have my phone, I have a map with me. The the GPS systems are a great option instead of the map, though I will always recommend having the map. They are a small size and they can really help you and give you a great amount of information on the area around you. My personal favorite, and you'll realize that Garmin takes the cake as far as GPS systems go. They are the leader in multiple um, GPS boards as well as just anyone I've talked to. I think Sunto is the only other brand that I've seen kind of keep up with them and and even then it doesn't really compare. I personally like the Garmin GPS Map 65. They have the 66 option now but this this seems to work just fine for me. It's about $350 when you go on a place like REI, I believe Cabela's also has it. And I'm sure you can find it in many other trail fitting areas. It's one of the most common options that you can get for Garmin. 
but they kind of vary in the different ones they have. So that was the 65. They have a 64 and a 66 that are really out in the market. They also have the E-Trex uh, 22 time or 22X, excuse me. And that's $180. So if you're going for a cheaper option, this is a really useful device that you can get that is cost effective. And it's pretty lightweight. Comes in at about 2.2 inches for a display size and is about five ounces. So this is a good option for someone who's going a little bit more lightweight or just wants to cut the value down or cut the cost down, I should say. And uh, it, like I said before, it comes in at $180. You can get that on REI.com. One really neat GPS system that I had seen was actually a Garmin InReach Mini. Now this is a small handheld size device that allows you to send SOS and gives you basic navigation, but it also allows you to send text messages and save treks and uh, you can also trigger an interactive SOS system that will go for 24 hours a day to uh, help monitor um, or to help rescue monitoring centers to find you. So it, it's a really neat option. It's something that's small and very lightweight. It only, only comes in at 3.5 ounces and it's 3.9 by two inches and about one inch thick. So this thing is tiny compared to some one of the larger options like the G, uh, GPS Map 65 that comes in at 7.8 ounces. Though, like I said, it is basic navigation. It's not necessarily going to be as powerful as something like the Garmin GPS Map 65. Last and absolutely not least are headlamps. And tying back to the necessity of power banks nowadays, a lot of these headlamps that I'm going to be going over are rechargeable. So they use a micro USB charger port on the bulk of them to recharge them so that you don't need to use batteries. It saves on lithium as far as the environment's concerned. And it also makes it so you have to pack less items. Uh, you can just charge this, especially if you do have a power bank. I am a big proponent when it comes to black diamond headlamps. I, I just personally love them. They seem to work really well. The water resistant, the water resistance that they have works great. I haven't had any issues as far as water damage is concerned. And their price point is also relatively good as well. So the, the specific headlamp I have right now is the black diamond spot. 350 and it's the rechargeable option. And that runs at 3995 on REI, but Black Diamond has a bunch of different options, especially if you want more of that brighter lumen count to make sure that you have enough light where you are. You can go with something like the Black Diamond Storm 400, which is another headlamp by Black Diamond that is rechargeable. And then there's also the Black Diamond Astro 250 headlamp if you're looking for something that's more of an ultralight option. And that runs at $19.95. So the price point on that is great as well. And they all are a nice compact size and not necessarily too heavy on weight. You may think of Black Diamond and Pretzel as climbing specific, but headlamps are for climbers as well. So it really makes an option to have some awesome headlamps. And I just mentioned Pretzel. So Pretzel is the next brand that I wanted to talk about a little bit and give some recommendations. Now Pretzel's price points go a little bit higher, especially for some of their nicer gear, but the Pretzel Swift RL headlamp which uh, this the one I'm looking at comes in black and it looks pretty neat with the white and black combo is $119 on REI and they also have a few cheaper options around the $69.95 price point so they have the Pretzel Actic Pretzel Actic Core Headlamp and that one comes in red from the one I'm seeing which also looks great and then there's also the Pretzel Actic Core 450 Lumens Headlamp and that one's also going to be a $69.95. So these are a few options that I really think are going to be great additions to you while you're out on the trail or when you're out camping. I definitely recommend you look into those. If you have any other devices or pieces of tech that you like to bring, feel free to reach out and let me know by emailing info at headingnorthpodcast.com. But thank you so much.
much, everyone, for listening into this week's episode. Music in this episode is by Asylum Music and Media Works. And if you want to hear more from Heading North, just go to headingnorthpodcast.com. To support the show and what it is I do here, you can become a patron by going over to patreon.com forward slash headingnorthpodcast. Or you can pick up one of the cool t-shirts that we have up on the website by going to headingnorthpodcast.com forward slash shop. 